off and tell us where you are today. <laughs> I'm skiing. So uh, yeah. we, um, we have a, a little house in France and, uh, which is, serves as a dual, dual purpose because it's on the back slopes of Abduez so we can uh, ski in the winter and, um, and then obviously do triathlon related things and so, uh, lots of really, really high quality cycling in the in the summertime and Izzy's been out actually a couple of times or at least once anyway um yeah so uh, knows the area quite well um so yeah it's, it's uh it's um it, yeah it's basically um uh just a, a a paradise for doing anything athletic basically so um yes it's great so yeah i've been skiing for a week and not doing any triathlon at all which is good but it sounds yeah which is topical or <laughs> i suppose or we could have said we, we've uh, made the, the topic of the podcast match what you're doing because we're going to talk about cross training and the benefits and risks of, of doing that. Um, but Izzy, you said you don't really do much cross training when we sort of mentioned that. Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, like with working full time, the sort of spare time I have is swim, bike, or run related, but I guess they all kind of complement each other um yeah but i guess as well as strength and conditioning if that counts as a a cross training on yeah i don't know if that will count <laughs> gym work that kind of stuff but, yeah it definitely counts I mean, I it's, uh, so i mean uh, yeah, yeah i mean i think the um obviously strength and conditioning is a, a critically important complementary exercise to do with triathlon um yeah and one of the reasons for that is that the that triathlon is a is a one directional sport basically so it's yeah. probably a bit a bit unfair to say that because swimming does work most of your muscle groups at the same time but um certainly cycling and running are very much forwards and backwards motion um, and not not an awful lot of side to side going on um and that's one of the reasons yeah. why strength conditioning and as a support program is super important right and is it do you think that's so when we're talking about cross training are we just generally talking about doing something other than your main sport or are, should we be specific about saying cross training is really targeting areas that wouldn't be covered in your normal training to give you a more whole rounded fitness? I think if you're looking at, if you're talking about an age group athlete, then it's very, very important that age group athletes, uh, enjoy their lives because although they put a lot of invest a lot of time and effort and um focus on their triathlon if that's their main sport actually yeah. you know you're not going to do that at the detriment of other things that you enjoy so if you enjoy playing football you enjoy skiing um uh, then i i would definitely say get absolutely keep doing it um because um otherwise you're giving up things you know and, and it depends how seriously you take it i suppose and i'm sure that there are some professional athletes out there that that wouldn't go anywhere near a ski slope but i also know that there are professional triathletes who regularly ski in the winter and 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 certainly um cross-country skiing is a hugely complementary sport for for triathlon um, as a winter-based oh, really? option um yeah yeah because it you know it's it's, it's an aerobic endurance sport um it's it's it, it's working a lot of the same muscle groups um yeah so yeah absolutely um quite a lot of triathlon coaches advocate cross-country skiing if you live in a country where you can do that as an option for I've, triathlon training. i've done that once and it was and i it, it, it almost in a different before i started doing triathlons i actually went out for some work 
near Oslo and went out to the, we drove up to this sort of mountain hotel where we were doing this conference and somebody said, do you want to go skiing? I went, oh yeah, that, yeah, I'd love to go skiing. Didn't say it was cross-country skiing, so we turned, <laughs> turned up these massive, long, thin skis uh, and I just kept falling. It was horrendous. <laughs> it took me ages to just not fall over every time I tried to, to move. And you go uphill. That's, that just didn't seem right. I mean, ski downhill, I thought. Just go, <laughs> go up here. What? So I struggled, quite struggled. But I did enjoy it in the end, but it was, it was really hard work. Well, I guess, yeah, good, good exercise. Um, so, uh, uh, Izzy, you say that you, are you doing your, your, your main, you haven't got uh, additional sports that you particularly like to participate in. If you had the time, if you weren't working, did you have a sort of, uh, other things or is running, swimming and cycling really your passion? Um, I used to do all sorts of sports when I was younger. Um, yeah. So I've played tennis occasionally a few times and I've realised uh, it uses so many different muscles that I kind of didn't even realise I had. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of, yeah, it, it makes you realise how you do just use the same muscles all the time. Um, I went ice skating the other day with my nieces and that again ached in different places I didn't realize could ache um, <laughs> partly because I was uh, holding the little one's hand quite a lot and uh, actually I felt like I did enough for body workout the next day <laughs> she was kind of dragging me down with her um, so yeah I mean like I do I enjoy lots of other sports but um, it's more of a time thing that I don't really yeah. do many of the other sports anymore um yeah but maybe i should <laughs> maybe. but there's also well, the, it, a risk from a coaching, there? it's sorry go on oh sorry there is i was just going to add on to what izzy said that from a coaching perspective you can tell that izzy has done gymnastics i think um to quite a decent level as well when she was younger um because you can see the benefit that has in terms of all sorts of aspects of triathlon coaching so for instance, if you know, it's, it's very important for an athlete to understand. Sounds ridiculous, but understand where the different bits of their body are at different times in the, in in whether they're cycling or running or swimming. And actually, gymnasts gymnasts tend to have incredibly good body awareness in that sense, so they know exactly um, where they're putting the hands and where they're putting the legs. Um, so that that you can see that, but you know, so Izzy's natural running style, a poise balance all those things are really really um, beneficial to triathlon training as well and that comes from a sport yeah. that she did a long time ago um, but, yeah. but the skills are still there and the strength the strength as well you know when you develop there seems to be this thing that when you develop this strength as a as a as a child you don't necessarily lose it fran always says that my quads are ridiculously strong despite doing nothing <laughs> because i used to do an awful lot of skiing so you have yeah um na well naturally strong legs or legs that became strong as, as developmentally and then subsequently stayed strong yeah so there are there's definitely benefits to that interesting but there's also risks isn't there i guess with cross training for i mean you know i put a note in the thing that when i had that herniated disc last year one of the things we thought it might have been was me going on that ski erg machine um you know in replacement for swimming during the lockdown possibly although you know i mean i think it's a good machine but i 
it was a very different sort of uh, thing for me and maybe pushing that to and I was also in the going to the gym more and started sort of pushing harder in the gym and I think maybe doing stuff that I perhaps you know pushed a bit too hard in some of those things that would weren't I wasn't used to and that, that could have contributed I guess to, to having that injury do you think well I think that yeah and and and, and how confident you are with your technique you know if you're lifting weights and if you're you know how how good is your technique for lifting those weights um because that's yeah. really really important um that you that the technique is is right um i think so yeah I think it it's be, one it of the, it's, be, like, it's very difficult to say it's those rope things you know the rope the where you uh mm. i think i went a bit crazy on that you know those long ropes that you sort of thrash around <laughs> i don't know what it's called yeah um, yeah yeah uh, and the other thing is when you're obviously when you fatigue when your muscles fatigue um, yeah you lose form uh because yeah. they become less good at doing the thing that you're wanting them to do so you know and yes. that, that can so in, in terms of the inherent risks of of cross training generally i think it's yeah. really um you know there are risks and but there are no risks to travel aren't there traveling's quite a dangerous sport yeah. in some ways <laughs> yeah I suppose if you're used to doing a support, you sort of, a particular support, you know what your limits are. And I suppose there's a risk if you're doing something different or new that you uh, don't necessarily know where your limits are, and you where you, and you might think you're able to do something better than or harder than you actually can potentially. I suppose if you're looking thoughtful. Yeah, then. I mean, it, I'm I'm just thinking about the. So it, have you have you um. Have you, are you, have you ever thought, Izzy, of, of taking up a sport and then thought, no, I won't do that because it's too potentially risky? Have you, or been invited to do something and thought, mm, not sure about that because that's pretty risky in terms of injury or not really? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I think <laughs> given the triathlon's not my job um you know if i can't make some age group races because i've had fun doing something else it's not going to be the be all or end all yeah um mm. and i'm yeah no i'm a bit of an adrenaline I mean, junkie anyway so i'd, I'd be up for anything yeah. usually <laughs> yeah yeah well i suppose you did go ice skating at the weekend so that's you probably can't get much higher risk than ice skating <laughs> That's um, that's definitely high risk sport, uh, for sure. Just with a young yeah, child yeah. on your arm. Hope you don't fall over. Yeah. Um, and do, are there any sports yeah. that are particularly good for triathletes to, to do as a as a you know if they wanted to try something as a cross training exercise aid? Is there something that you, I mean, you you, you talk about the sort of front back movements of yeah. running and, and cycling well, um, yeah so it would depend on what you were trying to achieve by doing it but obviously uh, we talked about cross-country skiing earlier um yeah any anything that you know and anything that's working well so in terms of i don't think of skiing for instance that i'm doing this week as being um a, a break from training for triathlon because i'm i'm working um you know, working my quads, working my my glutes and muscles that I'm going to use in triathlon all the time. There's a the, but the other side of it is this idea of 
doing things that will work other muscle groups so that you're actually keeping yourself more balanced because there's always a danger with a sort of one plane sport that you become very strong in that plane and not strong in the other planes and that what that means then is you potentially open yourself up to more risk of injury if you do have to make a sharp movement yeah. in the other direction basically um so there's yeah. you know and that's where the strength and conditioning comes in but doing other things you know something like a, a game like um football or basketball gives you that lateral movement obviously the additional risk with games like that is the other people playing them um <laughs> that, yeah. that you then have a contact situation that, that is probably where most of the injuries in those sports come from um yeah so yeah i mean I, I have to say i have thought i used to play five-side football a lot um and i have yeah. um more recently sort of thought actually i don't really want to put myself out of action for swimming and biking and running for four yeah. months so i don't play five-side football anymore but then i'm getting old yeah so, yeah well i suppose we get some variation just in our disciplines anyway though don't we because you, you know there's different types of cycling so you can um i mean I'm not doing it so much now, but when I used to sort of have to go into London, for example, I and work there. I often jumped on a Brompton, and which was a, quite a different sort of exercise. But uh, you know, whizzing around London in your suit, and um, but then you know, also obviously gravel and, and mountain bike, and and uh, you know, compared to to road bike, is there much difference in those? Do you think, in terms or benefit in terms of cross training? If you sort of, because I think you, you're quite a fan of people going on gravel every now and again, aren't you? yeah but i mean not so much in terms of building i mean you will build strength depending on what's what session yeah. you're doing but um that's more about um you know one of the major benefits of that is is developing bike handling skills um right. and then you know much much underrated as something to spend time on as a triathlete a lot of us now spend an awful lot of time on um turbo trainers indoor and on indoor yeah. setup with uh, no movement of the bike and you can get very very strong doing that um but you can't actually substitute for cycling your bike outside and, and mountain biking and gravel biking and things like that are great for developing your handling skills understanding terrain yeah. understanding cornering um yeah really so uh, cycling around yes, london to be honest to dodge in the traffic yeah 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 i mean <laughs> the only thing i'd say about something like that is obviously you've got to be a little bit careful if you just pick up a um, Boris bike or something that you're not going to be you know you're going to put yourself completely out of your normal cycling setup and that can yeah. also have inherent risk because again you'll engage yeah. muscles that you're not normally engaged in cycling um yeah so yeah that you know that has some inherent risk as well yeah yeah i suppose cycling and even just going on to a like the watt bike in the gym rather than going on to your normal bike trying to trying to get you know that has an inherent risk if your fit's not quite right isn't it and and also if they're not calibrated i think i wonder that whether that one i've been using in the david lloyd one of the david lloyd gyms is not really calibrated that accurately i don't know you, you know you think my god was it was it just me being tired or was it actually a lot harder <laughs> that's you know was it uh, definitely were the, were the I mean, yeah the ones that are in the gyms are definitely variable and they're definitely have that, yeah, you can sit on one bike next to another bike and they won't give you the same. Yeah. It's also difficult yeah. to get the setup on them exactly as you want them to be. Um, yeah. So, you know, that, that those are things to be careful of, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. So, I mean, in, in summary then, I suppose cross-training has its benefits, but we probably it's best to pick things you in, enjoy 
really as a, a to give you some variation and there's there's not really specific uh you know disciplines to target necessarily um that would give you that would improve your performance in the triathlon for example of a sport that you, you could add in um well i think that's a really good question i think i think the um yeah i mean i think i think they're there are certainly complementary sports to do. And, it, you know, as you mentioned, yeah. strength and conditioning at the beginning is not, not really a sport in itself, but actually certainly hugely beneficial. So, yes, there are things you can yeah. do to help your triathlon. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But swim, bike okay. and run is always going to get you pretty fit. The three of them yeah. together. Yeah. Cool. So let's move on to the... Um our sort of little review of the week and how our week has gone so i've changed it slightly i don't really notice so last so we're going to ask one thing that's gone well in training or racing this week one thing that's not gone so well and one thing you're looking forward to next week so i'm happy to start off so this so this week i thought um i had that swim on monday which was actually you know i was quite pleased with the pace on on that because it was all without any toys so no and pool boy or or paddles um and uh yeah sort of felt like that sort of executed that pretty well it's quite it was i was in again in a, another one of my random david lloyd places where i was in the fast lane it's the same one that was in the other week where there was somebody's snorkeling in the fast lane but this time there was uh yeah. two, two young lads in, in there and uh i kept going past them and uh which I always, I'm always pleased to do when somebody's a lot younger than me and I'm going whizzing past them. But, um, when, you know, I'm sure somebody else will go whizzing past me. There's <laughs> a bit of me. But one, I stopped at one end and the guy went, uh, what did he say? He said, you're like the Terminator. I don't know what that meant, but I was quite pleased. as Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I think he was trying to get past, trying to, you know, stay ahead. Anyway, so that was a good, I enjoyed that, that training. So the thing that hasn't gone so well is this weird sort of, a strange little 24 hour illness I seem to get a recurring, which sort of, and sometimes reduces my energy for a, a day. I'm not, I'm trying to wonder what that is, whether it's something to do with a dietary thing or whether it's an allergy or something else. So I'm going to just try and track that better and see where it happens. Cause it's definitely the same sort of thing. I get this dry throat, a bit of a sore throat, and then I seem to have lack, lack energy. So that's a, a strange thing, and that happened obviously on the, on the bike on Wednesday, wasn't it? Where I sort of struggled to to, to execute that session. And then something I'm looking forward to is the the run on Sunday. So I've got a half marathon uh, Tunbridge Wells on Sunday, which looked fairly late and, and not it's not a sort of a race of any stretch. It's just something I'm hoping to enjoy and just run 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 round on a on a fairly easy pace. I was wondering whether to do a power tried you know i'm a sort of i like stride aid and power on running mm. so i was wondering whether i might just target a power on that run at 250 watts say and just see what happens if i just try and stay at certain watts watts because it's quite a hilly course so it'd be an interesting exercise in terms of you know how that affects pace and you know how it works on a, on a sort of hilly course what do you think yeah, I mean, I think the the so there there are there are two schools of thought around this on there, but I mean, I think in terms of the purpose of the session on Sunday, um, it's a yeah. it's, it's not a high 
tariff rates. Um, it's an opportunity yeah. to get out there and have a get running, which you haven't done much for the last three or so years, actually, I guess. Yeah. Um, so um, in terms of competition, I mean. So, um, so yeah, yeah but, I mean, I the it, it's an interesting, I mean, different people have different views about running to power, but it's certainly something that works for some people. So, it, yeah, certainly uh, worth an experiment if you want to have a go at it. Yeah, it was like... When, cool. Where did you pick your 250 watts from? Um, well, Shry tries to generate a critical power, but it's it's not really got yeah. enough of my long... I haven't done enough long rides with it to do that, which is... So, uh, but that's what I sort of feel comfortable at when I'm when I'm out running around that, that wattage. So um, heart rate seems to be, like, you, you know, a reasonable level of that sort of power. So it seems like that could be a sustainable power. So it'd be interesting to see whether I'd be able to sustain it over the whole half. Um, I mean, you know, not exactly 250, just around that sort of figure, obviously. Um, yeah, see, see how it goes. I mean, Stride have a, a planner, don't, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, where you can actually put in a route. I haven't done it for Tunbridge Wells, but um, for Reading, for example, that I'm doing in, in a couple of months, and you can sort of upload the GPX, and then it will tell you what, power you need to do to get what speed basically uh, which is also <laughs> interesting i don't know how accurate that would be um they say yeah, it's accurate on a, a on a verified route hey yeah it sounds potentially like a recipe for disaster though doesn't it, <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay, well, i run a one i want to run a 120 right okay yeah to be running at 380 yeah um the, yeah. i mean the critical thing about that is how accurate the the um the the actual device is and that you know that the i know that the drive device can be very very accurate um but, yeah. but I, i'm pretty sure it, the the setup is absolutely critical so you've got to get right. the setup right um yeah. to uh to make sure that it um it's registering the right the right level of power otherwise you could be i mean at the end of the day as, as we always say the biggest computer you've got is the one between your ears and i think that's yeah, you know, yeah exactly you, you can always uh but I think it'd be interesting to do. I mean, the other way of looking at it, which perhaps I might slightly favour, would be to wear your um, power meter, try and try and run it at a consistent pace, and um, yeah. uh, or run it at a consistent. Yeah, sure. Effort, um, hopefully, you can pace. still hear me. I just had yeah. some um, internet, and uh, and, um, and then have a look afterwards. So things have gone well this week. Interesting. Um, well, we'll I went back to track that, Tuesdays. Um, yeah. So cool. I ran at the track at Bath cool. Uni. Cool. Um, with I think you're heated, Izzy. Um, you want, did you want to I'm go through your good um, things that so have that gone well? Tough things that haven't gone well and um, things you're looking forward to? And I mentally going into it, I thought I wasn't going to be able to do all of the reps, but yeah, but we did. Um, so it was 1.6k, uh, 10k effort, and then 10 by 400 at 3k effort. And uh, let's be honest the group i was running with was running faster than my 3k yeah. effort so it was it was a tough um track tuesday session and then it finished off with another 1.6k at 10k effort um which is trying to match Great. the um the first 1.6k um so yeah it was a challenge but uh yeah glad we did it um and yeah, apart from that, a couple of Zwift, 
Um, something that's not yeah. gone so well was my training today score hit a rock bottom of 0.0 on Wednesday. <laughs> um, I was, I think it was just a combination of yeah. fatigue from training and from work um, and all sorts. So Sounds good. Nothing, a couple of early nights, a sports massage and something some that's not well. can't fix. Um, so yeah, I'm back up at nine and a half now, so I'm feeling pretty good. And something I'm looking forward to <laughs> is I've got a cross-country yeah. race on Saturday in Cheltenham. Um, so yeah, looking forward to getting nice yeah. and muddy um, yeah. in Pitville Park. Um, it's part of the Gloucester League cross-country yeah. um, race. So fantastic. Yeah, feeling a bit more refreshed. <laughs> now than i was on wednesday Great. so yeah i look forward to it yeah aid uh yeah something that well i mean i've had lots of things that have gone well um in terms <laughs> of uh i before i even came skiing so we left for skiing on monday you know tuesday morning sorry and i did manage to yeah. swim a bike and a run in on in the preceding time between that so i was quite pleased with myself for that because my motivation is not usually high at the moment but um the triathlon <laughs> um but the um yeah and then uh and obviously lots of skiing which is which is brilliant uh things that haven't gone quite yeah. so well oh it's been a pretty good week actually um I've, oh I, well i mean i something that has affected my um hrv actually in training today school as well is that i foolishly didn't just say um did, did bring some work with me today so that's proved um caused an additional <laughs> level of stress that i didn't need on wednesday night because i had to finish something off that needed to be finished oh, on wednesday yeah. which i could have done without after a nice day skiing <laughs> in the sunshine yeah. um and i'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the week because <laughs> it's really you there cool. for another week he's he <laughs> no, went, when no, are you the back? rest of this week so we leave um we leave come back on monday morning oh come nice. back on monday it, morning yeah. Um, oh, well. Yeah. And you and um, you drive there, do you? No, we're flying. We're, we flew out. It's a, we usually drive, but we experimentally yeah. flew out this time because it was a lot cheaper because it's half term. Okay. So yeah, it's, uh, but because we could leave midweek and come back on Monday, that's a bit of a thing. Fantastic. Okay. Thanks very much, everyone. And uh, we'll, we'll be back. Thank you.